Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, May 21st. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a neighborhood elementary school on St. Louis's far north side has the second best attendance record in the St. Louis School District. Principal Sarah Briscoe says that's because of a team focusing on attendance. That team meets every Wednesday, rain, sleet, snow. We meet. There's no cancellation of that meeting. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports on how Bryan Hill Elementary School gets its children to school every day. First, the news. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley wants to allow people to opt out of technology companies tracking their behavior on the Internet. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the Republican senator's new legislation. Hawley's bill would allow someone to sign up for a do-not-track list on a web browser or through an app. It would block online companies from collecting data beyond what is indispensable to those companies' online services. Holly has been fiercely critical of companies like Google and Facebook for how they gather user information. And he said last month that those corporations need greater scrutiny. These companies are the biggest, most powerful companies in the world, maybe in the history of the world, because they collect more personal, private, confidential information on us. Some conservative groups have criticized Holly's advocacy against technology companies as an affront to free speech in the free market. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. University City has reached a new agreement for the redevelopment of the area around Olive Boulevard and I-170. A previous deal with Novus Development fell apart after a consulting firm made a mistake on how much revenue the city would receive through a special taxing district. Mayor Terry Crow says this new agreement with Novus includes $15 million over 20 years from the developer to help residents in one of the city's poorest areas. During the last housing crisis, Housing prices, particularly in St. Louis and University City as well, took a significant hit. Most all of University City has recovered from that crisis, except for the neighborhoods that are north of Olive. Novus Development will make a lower upfront payment to help that section of the city compared to the previous deal. This new agreement will be presented at next week's city council meeting. One of the oldest Jewish synagogues in Illinois has closed. Worshippers gathered over the weekend at Benai Shalom in Quincy to desanctify the temple. We have more from St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan. B'nai Shalom worshippers passed around the sacred Torah scrolls before leaving the temple for the last time Saturday afternoon. The shrinking congregation of about two dozen was forced to close the Quincy Synagogue, which dates back to the late 1860s, after they were unable to pay for its upkeep. Rabbi Justin Kerber said the congregation has not yet decided where to hold future services. It is like a funeral in that everybody is telling their stories and laughing and enjoying the moment and celebrating the life. And yet that life is over and a new, different life is beginning that nobody quite knows what's going to be. They plan to sell the building and use the proceeds to maintain a nearby cemetery. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Brian Hill Elementary is able to do something many neighborhood schools in St. Louis struggle with, getting students to school 
day after day. It's a critical step toward improving learning outcomes, and Brian Hill's students show up 98% of the time. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney spoke with the principal about how they get their children to class each day. Walk into the main office of Brian Hill Elementary School on a Wednesday and glance to the right. A bulletin board displays the neighborhood school's attendance, updated daily. Today's attendance, 95%. To the left, Principal Sarah Briscoe is holding her weekly attendance meeting. All righty, we can go ahead, guys. Briscoe sits at a long wooden table with the school's secretary, counselor, family and community specialist, and social worker. Along with them are two full-time family mentors from the Grace Hill Settlement House. Last week, we were at 98.8%. We made our goal again. Good job, everybody. Brian Hill's attendance is a full 10 points higher than the state average. Its nonprofit partner, Grace Hill, does everything from employment services to early childhood education. It began its work with the school three years ago. Brian Hill shares the district social worker with nearby schools, but the two mentors are in the school every day. Having so many staff members dedicated to attendance means Brian Hill can deploy an almost one-on-one strategy. The 180 or so students are divided between the team members. That team meets every Wednesday, rain, sleet, snow. We meet. There's no cancellation of that meeting. Each family is color-coded green, yellow, or red. Red means these are families that we really need to wrap our arms around, check in with. Um, They may need housing. They may need a job. They have circumstances that we are going to really have to help them uh, to get their students to school. The neighborhoods around Bryan Hill are low income with a transient population. They move here because it's cheap. And so they move here, but then they see how the how much crime there is or either their house has been broken into or they've been shot at, and so they move right back out. Briscoe says the school loses about 40% of its families every summer, but it used to be higher. So the attendance team reaches out to families on a near-daily basis, offering to help with rides or tackle situations affecting a child's ability to be in school. Hello. Hi, this is Dr. Briscoe and the attendance team from Bryan Hill. How are you? I'm okay. They know that if they receive a call from me, that it's pretty serious. The state's education department takes attendance seriously as well, factoring it into both accreditation and funding formulas. Missouri sets a benchmark of 90% of kids being in school 90% of the time, fall below that figure and lose accreditation points and funding dollars. That focus on attendance, of course, is because kids can't learn if they're not in school. Every student in here knows their attendance percentage. Um, They know their reading level. Uh, We can't teach you, we can't get that level up if you don't come to school. Students at Bryan Hill are still below grade level in reading and math, but being in school day after day and in the same school year after year creates a consistency that's key to improving. Briscoe entices the students to come to school with constant perks and challenges. Have perfect attendance one month, then it's an invitation to a nacho party. We make school fun for them. We, We want them to look forward to something each and every day that they're here. And a highlight that a child loves, making the daily announcements. Perfect attendance classrooms. Here we go. Perfect attendance classrooms goes to Miss Taylor. The school will throw a party Tuesday for any students who missed only two days of school in the second semester. That party's guest list is 134 names long. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. That report was edited by our Maria Altman. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. 
I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.